I want Cal to read to me while he rubs my tummy. No chance. Well, you haven't heard what book you're going to read. What are you going to read, Cal? Well, apparently he knows. Apparently he's got to tell me. What is it? But he's intrigued, which means she's in. No. It means there is a book that exists that he is willing to read while rubbing my tum-tum. No, there isn't. You don't know. You don't know. I'm, the rubbing the tummy part is what makes it impossible. Oh, so you don't want to rub my tummy, do That's you? right. That's right. That's what I'm hung up on. I don't want to rub your tummy. You're ashamed of me, aren't you, Cal? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Lasting Insight. Insight. This close-up camera angle is really aggressive. But tonight we're all about aggression because horror movies are aggressive. And it's Halloween, baby. It's almost Halloween. So we're going to jump right into it. I don't need to introduce anybody in here because everybody knows it's me, Travis Troller, and my buddy Cal Meehan right to my side. I'm not going to say left to right because I don't know how Josh edits these things, but he barely does it all. Speaking of Josh, he's behind the camera. As usual, stinking up the joint. He's going to tell us our topic for tonight. And we're going to act like we haven't heard it already, but we know what we're doing. But you don't. <laughs> oh, God, you don't. I guess we'll wait and see if Travis actually knows what he's doing. Time will tell. Thank you, Calvin. Take it away, Josh. Always got your back, buddy. Hey. Don't mess with my client. Uh, How do you fellas do in this fine Halloween? Now I got to refocus. Yep. Ah. It's time for some spooks. I'm feeling spooky. <laughs> you look so angry. How am I a part of this? I did my part, Josh. You do yours. Fuck. I'm Actually, waiting for you to. I was always. I'm just waiting of, for you to do your. Uh, finish whatever it is you're doing. You make your faces and your your voices. Oh, he's good. He's good. Oh, he he is, was okay. just. He's buying time. That's what he oh, does. Okay. Gotcha. Josh, actually, this is your favorite time of the year, isn't it? It is my favorite time of year. As we discussed Freak. before, Halloween is your favorite holiday. Yes. Holiday. It's not really a holiday. Yes, it is. It's a holiday. hey, any holiday with candy is a favorite holiday. Of Josh's. Am I right? High five. Okay, that's for me. You know, it's a holiday that's been less capitalized and hallmarked than Christmas and Thanksgiving and all the other ones this time of year. So, feel like it's done. It's not a holiday, right though. Shut up, Cal. Boom! <laughs> he got you. Right. Yeah. Then what, then what is it? If it's not a holiday, then what is it? Holiday it's... means you have a day off. Yeah, you dumb. Ha. I mean, it's a Saturday this year, so. So, so all Saturday? Saturdays are holidays. <laughs> to Josh, it is. Getting drunk all the time. Ha, boom! Got him again. I'm reaching. I'm reaching. You're grabbing something. I don't know what it is. Oh, Travis, why? Why are you like this? 
because know, he guy. can't be like this somewhere else. So it, it comes out here. He can't do this on nerd culture. So this yeah. is where he lets it all out. Uh, oh, this yeah, is over like, the nerd culture. It's nerd culture. Ha, plug. Got it. Boo! <laughs> nerd culture is like the nice suburbs that Travis lives at. And this is the ghetto <laughs> he comes to. To get my drugs. I'm yeah. Like, this is my fix. I think oh, I'm the dealer. Boy. I feel just as bloated Josh, here. Else? Josh is the supply line, and I'm your dealer. Josh is more of the sewer drain, I guess. Okay. <laughs> wow. Picking up straps. <laughs> so, Josh, so what is our topic for tonight? Tonight, we're going to do something fun that we kind of did a few weeks ago. Uh, this time, it'll have a little bit more of a structure to it, hopefully. We'll see what actually happens. I can uh, uphold my end of the bargain. Yeah, I know you I'm can. That's all I can ever expect. <laughs> Where's he going? I don't He's know. He's already leaving us. I'm stretching. So tonight, as it is uh, the weekend before Halloween at the time this will be released, um, we are going to be doing a top 10 countdown of you guys' favorite horror movies. Uh, the way we're going to do this this time, as opposed to last time, uh, after, uh, after Travis is, figures out his camera, is uh, Cal, since you actually, I know you put together a list. We'll see what Travis comes up with. Uh, Cal, you will give your number 10. Travis, you'll give your number 10, 9, 9, 8, 8, and so on. And if either of you, if like, say Cal says, I don't know, Carrie is his number 9, and then Travis is like, oh, I have that on my list, but it's at number 7. We'll wait until Travis gets to his thing but since travis it won't doesn't have a number we'll just see what happens uh, so, yeah i can tell you right now preparation's not my strong suit all mm. right so with that said cal why don't you kick us off i will but i actually have a question first sure. spoiler alert carrie's not on my list because i have not seen the original no, carrie but i did see the remake oh and you were just and is that on your list it's not on my list okay i was curious but i didn't wow. think it was as bad as most people seem to I haven't heard anyone say it was bad. I just thought it was fine. Most people think it was bad. Oh. I thought it was okay. And I like um, Chloe. Right? I thought, what's her name? Chloe. I thought she yeah. did a good job in the lead role. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so my number 10, actually, this movie, I want to say it's like a 2000s movie, maybe 2010, but I didn't hear about it until uh, I think earlier this year I watched it. It's called Slither. And it's. Slither. Uh, it's almost. <laughs> black comedy it's a very, it's like a very meta horror movie with a lot of uh nice effects in it you know there's there's a lot of nice practical effects in it it's really gross and and there's there's some good gore in it there's a kind of a stupid story but it doesn't take itself so seriously so it's just it's just fun either of you seen this movie i have no but i know of oh, it you have heard it okay there's a what lady that blows up like a bowl yeah yeah it does happen uh, I haven't seen that in a while, but I do. I do remember really liking it. Uh, did you know that was made by James Gunn of Guardians of the no. Galaxy? It is. I did not know that. Yeah, that was his. I believe it was his first movie. The first. Wow. Directed. I don't remember. That's impressive. Yeah. Your first movie. Cal, or, Cal, Travis, have you seen Slither? Nope. Cal, what's I on your hands? I know many scenes from it. Um, you see your hands, Cal. Bones. Oh, interesting. I didn't even notice that. With rings. Yeah. Each ring has some uh, special enchantments to them. So. Of course they do. Yes. What's your relationship with your father like? 
<laughs> he doesn't wear cloaks like I do. <laughs> You're like in the bathroom and you're putting on the cloak and all of a sudden your dad knocks on the door. Like, Calvin, Calvin, come out here. I need to talk to you. Like, oh, hold on, just just a minute. He said, Calvin, you come out this door right now. I just assume your father sounds like that even though I've met him. And then you finally, he's like, you come out and it's like a teen wolf moment. You're like, all right, dad, you asked for it. And he opens the door and he's wearing a cloak. He's like, we need to talk. <laughs> and you're like, no. He's wearing a cloak? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so, Travis, moment of truth. Do you have a number 10? Cabin in the woods. Really? Oh. That's. Okay. Awesome movie. Yes, sir. What do, you, what do you like about it, Travis? I like the fact that they actually took the horror cliche and dynamic and used that to kind of make fun of it in a way, but then also still use it to kind of like it was just a movie that relied on jump scares and everything. It wasn't like building anything suspenseful, but so like it still gets you. But it's so outside, it's literally outside the box in its own right because they found out what the box is, what the, the infrastructure is for a horror movie. And it's like, all right, then let's completely break that barrier in order to tell our horror story. So I just thought it was a really interesting take on it. Hmm. So far, so good. I really love yeah. that movie. I haven't watched it in a long time, though. Thor was in it. He was. Travis, Actually. I'm impressed that you pulled that out so quickly. Some would say I'm prepared. You're proving you're proving me wrong so far, and I admire it. Josh, are you going to let us know what mm-hmm. your horror movies are? I'll, I'll give you, you my list when you guys are finished. Okay, okay, that's fair. Yeah, he gets his own spotlight at the end. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's his favorite. We get through this whole thing, and he's like, "All right, so my ten are like, oh, we got to go. Bye. <laughs> we just leave him." <laughs> and he and the rest of the video, since he doesn't edit them, is him sitting there just like. Number 10. And there's no nobody on the nobody screen because he's he not just, on the screen. He's saying it for the potential one viewer that we get. We but get more than one me. viewer. You believe in me, right? Some of, our, some of ours have actually gotten up to like almost 50 views. Wow. I don't know which Who one. Where are you, people? I think, I think it was the Marvel one. It was the most popular one. That makes sense. I got a lot of... That just means a, 50 clicks. I got a lot of... mean they watched I got it. a lot of uh, Spotify. Oh, they didn't watch it. <laughs> You click on one of these videos and you see the first three seconds and then you see the, how long it is. You're like, dude, no way. <laughs> and you're out. <laughs> Just fresh out. Calvin, number nine. Number nine. I'm going to say Tremors. I've never seen it, but I've always wanted to. Never seen Tremors? That's Calvin? a worm, right? What's Calvin? Up? What's up, Travis? Number nine is Tremors for me too because I was dabbling if I was going to put it on here because I wasn't sure if it counted as a horror movie. That's a horror movie. It's like, it's like yeah. a, well, I was like, I'm going to say it, but I was worried I was going to get back. I was like, that's not a horror movie, but it has monsters that kill people in it. So yeah, I mean, it's, it, I mean, it's not that scary now, but when I first saw it, I was young and it was scary then. I think the, and it's the with fear, sand, a bunch of sand, it's dry and coarse and it gets, and everywhere. It gets everywhere. Not like Fine, you, Cal, Cal, can you like, can you like lean your head down? Like practically looking through the brim of the hood and saying, you turned her against me. <laughs> You turned her against me. God, it's like he's in the... Hayden. Hayden, is that you? You look horrible, bud. I look better than he did after he got his limbs cut off. This is very true. Back on topic. 
I thought the scariest part of the movie was the fact that you couldn't see what was coming at you. I think they did a good job of building that suspense because all the monsters were underground. And it's like yes. there's there's nowhere to go. There's no you can't you can't run from it because you can't see it. You can't really hear it. It may it was literally like a uh, a more visualized version of like the the floor is lava. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it's, true. it's true. It's like it's like somebody hits the ground and as they're getting eaten. Kevin Bacon's just like, "Ha you lost." I don't think it went like that. There well, was some good it would have practical effects in it too, though. I think a lot of the worms were practical. They looked yeah, pretty cool. Big old slugs. They got orange goop in them. I think they made like four of them, but I've only seen the first one. I don't expect the others to be any good. Have you seen any? What, of the other ones? Yeah. Nah. Josh, I'm surprised you haven't seen it. I actually, I remember trying to watch it once. I'm like, this is weird. And it looks, I don't get, and it looked kind of cheap. So I didn't really get it. And I just kind of turned it off. (laughs) I don't think it was cheap for winning. I I didn't really, I don't think I also, it also just seemed like one of those like low budget B movies. Well. Which is probably what it is. I just, I don't know. I think I was I think I just expected something different, so that's why I wasn't, I couldn't get into it. Maybe if I watched it again. Uh-huh. Aren't most horror movies B-movies? No, not necessarily. There's a lot of really serious ones. Well, a B-movie doesn't mean it's not serious. Well, I mean, I say B-movie, I mean, like, it, like, they kind of are aware that it's silly, so they lean into, the, like, the, the cheesy and uh, silliness of it. All right. I thought, I thought B-movie more so meant, like, you know how, like, for video games, they say it's a triple-A game if it's, like, made by it one of the companies? It runs on batteries. I, I, I assumed B-Movie meant, like, it's not by a huge production company. It's I've never really known movie. what the specific actual definition is. That's just what I assumed it was. Actually, when I'm looking at Tremors right now, one of the subgenres is comedy. So it might be kind of a meta movie in that sense. But, yeah, I liked it. Hmm. Interesting. Confidence is key with those characters. There was never a real moment where Kevin Bacon was like actually like scared for his life. It always seemed like, being, ah, we're going to get out of this. Let's go. You know? That thing took a shot from the elephant gun. Oh, yeah, they did have that. Dude, Reba was in that film. Reba. <laughs> and Wait, also, I always. Uh, Reba, like I don't. In the show Reba? Yeah, I don't hate the movie, but I hate the scene when they're when the when they're Reba and her husband in the film are just laying loads of bullets into one of them, and like it, it cuts back and forth between them. And at one point, Reba's sitting there and she's like dual wielding handguns, but she is the only person in movie history that has made shooting double handguns look so stupid. Instead of holding them out and shooting, she's holding them here and she's going. And I'm like, ah, oh, you stupid! Ah, oh, you ruined it. <laughs> You suck. <laughs> you ruined Reba. Yeah, you suck. I don't remember that specifically, but I, I do. Even at a I young age, you. when I saw that, I literally watched it and I saw that, and I was like, "Man, she's stupid." It's just ugh. like hold your arms there. Who shoots like this? Like trying to walk with stilts or something. It's an amateur. Know. Okay, they're amateurs, Travis. The thing is, though, I think I saw behind the scenes of it, and I'm pretty sure they said we didn't have to teach Reba anything because she's experienced with guns. And I see that. I'm like, that is not somebody who's – that's someone who lied on their resume and was lucky enough not to shoot themselves in the foot. Well, it happens. (laughs) God, I hate it. I hate that. I hate that one part. I'm sorry. I think she got eight. I think Uh, she got eight. I don't know if she did. 
Yeah, I can only. I feel like they both made it through. In my edit, she got eight. Okay. Well, maybe she gets eaten in a sequel. Hey, but speaking of eight. Speaking of eight, oh. I did it. But it's your turn, though. I can't. I can't speak for you. All right. Well, my number eight's one that neither of you know, probably, unless, um, unless you watched it back in the era when we were all watching messed up movies for the sake of watching messed up movies. Um, okay, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, actually, I watched it with James the first time I saw it, but this was actually one that I found. It's called um, Unit Seven Thirty One: Men Behind the Sun. Oh yeah. Actually, do you know about this one? Nope. What was the oh yeah then? <laughs> Just to throw you off the scent. Yeah, it's like a um, body horror film, but um, the thing is, it's actually like all true events. Um, so it's about a um, like a Japanese military camp in World War II, um, where they just took a bunch of Chinese civilians and prisoners of war from, you know, America uh, and, and other countries, and they just did a bunch of horrible experiments on them. Some of them were for, like, scientific purposes, and some of them were literally, like, just, there was, there was nothing they could have gained. They just wanted to torture people, and um, so, yeah, the movie's, like, literally just a lot of different horrible deaths but it's actually like it has kind of a decent story running behind it and some good acting and it's all you know based on true events it's all based on real stuff that happens which makes it more unnerving and more frightening and it's a it's from 88 but it's all practical effects and the effects are pretty cool too just some just some good gore some true gore true stuff What about you, Travis? You got an eight? Uh, it's Nightmare on Elm Street for me, bud. The original? Yeah. And the only reason why is because regardless, I can watch it every time and still think it's a good movie. But in comparison to the other ones I have in the list, like Nightmare on Elm Street as a series is like kind of like dead last in the race. Like I always did. I like I always yeah. admired like like I, I always thought Freddie was like pretty cool, but then just in comparison to everybody else, I was like, he's really not that that slick. He's kind of just—he's not that slick. He's just—he's just. He's just eh. and, and then the first one, it was like before he really got his like, when they really like started showing him off, and he really got his like his traction as being the iconic Freddie and everything. So it's just like everything's just kind of like, a, I mean, they're all back then, all those '80s movies. They're all like the, all the killers were kind of a little campy, but he was like the most campy with the things that he did and his reactions and movements to the point where i'm just like look at this goofy guy i mean i mean it's creative and i and i like it and i like the idea and it's brilliant but like just the goof factor the campiness is so strong here i find like, that um welcome oh, to go my ahead. world bitch hey bitch does he actually say that i think he says it once he says bitch. it in the third one I like to always just, That's I always like strange. to assume, I always like to assume he says bitch like every two seconds. He's like, yeah, bitch, you're in my world now, bitch. Two plus two equals four, bitch. <laughs> bitch. Well, in, because Cal, in the original, I don't, you haven't seen these, right? I'm assuming. No. Yeah. Um, in the original movie, he was very much more of a kind of ominous figure where you don't really see his face much and he's very yeah. in the shadows. And then as they got into the other ones, they, he became more of like the, the wise cracking like he'll play with his victims kind 
Yeah, and that's and I and that's when I started to like Freddy a little bit more. But since I didn't have that in the first one, he was kind of like Freddy before he was really Freddy in a way. To the point where so, it's like again, like I like the overall like concept of the movie because like when you're that was like at the time, especially it was just like yeah, so we're this horror movie and there's this killer, but he lives in a dream world and he kills you in your in your dreams and shit. And I'm like that is like fan fucking tastic storytelling. I'm like oh shit, I want to see that. And like the kills are creative. Like, I, like, never saw, like, the stuff that they did with, like, the blonde chick who was, like, sleeping with her boyfriend, all of a sudden she starts freaking out, and then, like, the, the boyfriend wakes up, and she just starts literally being, like, levitated up the walls and onto the ceiling, just constantly getting cut and starts bleeding everywhere, and I'm like, see, this is some creepy shit, like, because he's sitting there looking at her like, no, please stop. I'm like, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> yeah, that's awful. So I'm curious. You said that in the first movie, that's kind of before Freddy got his full character. But is the first movie the one you're putting at number eight? No, the the first the Nightmare on Elm Street, I'm putting the first movie like of the series at eight because like I do love it for what it started. Mm-hmm. But definitely out of like if I had to pick all the whole like selection of Nightmare on Elm Street movies like that one's like lower down the list because he wasn't the Freddy that I, I, okay. I, I prefer or think of. Okay. So we're going to see some other ones on your list. Though. You'll probably right. see, no, you're going to see one other one and I'm probably, okay. it's probably controversial. Okay. All right. Well, moving on number seven for me, and this one's a classic, the fly. Ooh, the original from 1950 or so. The Jeff no. Goldblum one, I'm assuming. I know he's just yeah. saying that, but I, I can tell Cal didn't know that there was a, I didn't. Really I didn't. No, you got. Yeah, me. I didn't. Know not that. as creepy. Well, uh, no, I assume not. Nothing from the fifties could possibly be that bad. It's all like they made it just like it's more sci-fi than anything else. Like, oh, he's got a flea head. Me, 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 me. And then and the wife's yeah. just like, does that classic? Ah! <laughs> yeah, the flies. The flies kind of a slow burner. Well, it's actually a really slow burner, but um. It's really psychological, and I like how they uh, they really delve into the guy's thoughts and feelings as he's devolving into this terrible creature. I I love The Fly. I love that movie, and even though it is, I don't. It's weird. I don't know if I like. Eh, I guess it do, like I don't know. I, I I don't get scared by it. It's just really interesting to the point where I it's don't like, get scared by it. No. Um, it more disturbs that, me than scares me. Yeah, it's it's that, still no like, that that is true. When I first but, watched it, actually, I felt a certain type of way when like he was like he was like breaking down and he was like biting his nails, sinking, and they started peeling off, and there was like this goop underneath it. Like, yeah. there, oh, there was like a physical disgust, mm-hmm. like oh, and his his uh, ear came off. Yeah, it's like imagine how awful that would feel. Like yeah, your body no, yeah, is yeah, yeah. To fall apart. Like you can't control it. Like imagine going to eat something and you just vomit up acid. Just yeah, yeah, that, yeah. The one scene where he pukes on the guys, like he melts the guy's hand yeah that always yeah. just grosses me out yeah yeah it's not like a horror movie where you like you get jumped and you get scared it's like it just kind of slowly eats away at you with these disturbing it's out of your control. visuals visuals but also the psychological what thing. about the second one that was just as it. great i didn't see it yeah well it wasn't great i assumed from your from what you said it wasn't I'm just saying, it was uh, an interesting ride. Is it a hot mess? Oh, it's a hot mess. They t- they tried to turn it more into like he was like a 
It's like this is a power or something. Like a he superhero? Just, no, not even. But not even that. It's just the fact that like it was like his son, and it got passed on to him. So like when he hits puberty, he turns into a creature, and then when he does, he just wrecks shit. It's almost like the Hulk, but except he, but except change it to he doesn't get his powers until like you know he gets pubic hair or something. It's like okay. all right, it's time. You know, like all right, not scary at all. It was just it made no sense either. Just yeah. Eh. It's unfortunate. A lot of sequels just don't really. I think horror sequels kind of have it worse than anything else in terms of living yeah. up to the originals. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely difficult. It's always like they really do flop when they try to do something completely different. Uh, like try to like give it such a twist, like ooh, people are gonna love this new direction, but really, it's like you just kind of messed with what we liked about the first one. It's like a really uh, messy road. Yeah, I want to actually say something based on that but I also don't want to spoil if it might be on your list. But um, so I think aliens kind of did that, um, you know, as opposed to the original alien movie where aliens was more like um, it put a bunch of soldiers like, up against aliens. and There was a lot more action to it. Yeah. But in my opinion, it worked. I, yeah, I think I disagree because, Oh, well, I mean, but that's the thing though, even with like, and this is probably going to be one in my list, so it's kind of giving away stuff. But like though that category specifically of characters, it's like they started off kind of like the one, and it's a menacing entity. Mm-hmm. But then they start uh, they start expanding it more and more, and then just throwing it into it until it turns from like horror into like action. And then they don't pose a threat anymore. They're just like you just wait for them to show up, and then you either root for them or, or you're like, I wonder how they're going to creatively kill them. You know, like it's just like there's no there's no threat anymore like i don't feel like there's a threat and that's what and that's what i really need if there is like a an enemy in a horror movie i have to feel that there's an they're an opposing threat so that way when they show up i'm even more scared because i'm like this is not good but then you got you know aliens the example of you got marines running around it's like oh all they gotta do is like bravo six i got two i'm like shut up trevor I liked I, I think personally I liked seeing I liked seeing that scenario where the people weren't um, hopeless, I guess. Mm. And there was more of a fighting chance and an interaction. You know, it was rather than a predator prey relationship, it was it was more of a, a closer to an even fight. And yeah. I understand completely what you're saying. That that takes a lot of the horror out of it because it takes away the the helpless feeling from the viewer as well. But yeah. for me personally, it added a little bit of enjoyment just seeing it in a different sort of environment. Yeah. But and I respect I'll, your opinion too. Yeah. And then with that, it lets me go into my pick, which is going to be out of the out out of talking about that. Mine is uh, Predator. Oh, for number seven. And the only reason is because of the fact that like it has a suspenseful quality to it. It's not it's not so high strung that you're like like you're shaking but it's like the tension of what is going to happen where is it like it it gives you it puts standard people up against such an opposing threat that has so many advantages against them that you're like you sit there and you're like terrified at the idea of like how is he how are they gonna win like how are you how and like the idea of having it be like it has a cloaking device so you never know where it is and then they add in that subtle note of like you can hear it do the like that, that, like that snarl click. Like every time you hear that, it's always in the distance or right behind them. And you're like, oh, shit. 
And it just, I, I loved, I loved, and it was just like, it had such a creativity to it because like, it's like, you know, taken away, like they just took it a next step further with like creating an enemy, like uh, from another, like uh, alien definitely did it, but it's like, I just, I fell, I fell in love with predator more because it was literally like, it was humanoid. So you can kind of like, you could kind of like, I don't know, like look at it and kind of understand what it's doing a little bit more, but that also made it a little bit more freaky because it's like, you right. can tell that it's thinking the way you're thinking, but it's thinking smarter than you. And that in itself is like, Oh my God, I'm really screwed. It's not just an animal going off an of instinct. It knows, you know, and just so, having those, those advantages. Yeah. So if you say then that you did prefer predator to alien, does that mean aliens not on your list? I never really see alien. It, it was good and all. And I like what they did, but like, I never, it was uh, alien was, Alien was creative, but I don't think I'm going to put it on my list. It was kind of like a, I enjoy it, but I just don't really, if you had told me about horror movies, I ain't really picking Alien. But I've always, I've always been that way. I've always kind of had an admiration for, for Predator, but then also they fall into the whole thing of about like now Predator's not scary. Predator's just badass. At the time in the first movie, it was like very like, like you don't, you didn't know what this creature was. Like, so when you're first introduced to it, you're getting those primal urges and like fears that like the characters are having because they're being exposed to this threat for the first time after the, immediately after the first one the the it stopped being scary in, in any in any sense of the word to me because it was just like it, was, it turned into action movies like almost 100 percent. like i know they were borderline action movies because i had arnold in there and everything but still it had a fearful quality about it and then just how it's like having to go mono a mono which like most like almost all like horror films do it's always you know the main character going head to head with you know the 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 villain but like it was just i don't know the dynamic was so unique and the and, and the the way that they went about it was just like i had never seen it before and since they threw you through all these loops about the setup of what this character is able to do and it was just like dude there's that's fucking freaky and then like and they did the cool thing about like just like keeping his face covered within it's kind of like how they do with Michael Myers. They keep him an ambiguous, like expressionless face. So you don't know what's under there. So your imagination goes even more wild about what we're really seeing until it's finally revealed. And somehow it's even more terrifying than you could have ever imagined. You're like, Oh my God. It's, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good. Shit. It's good. Shit. 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 Josh looks like shit. I was about to say, Josh looks depressed. Sam, Josh, you all right over there? Josh looks depressed because he's like, oh, I can't make fun of Travis for not doing this right. (laughs) All right. Did Travis secretly make a list and just try to throw us off? I don't know. Did I? I don't know. Well, either way, I'll hand it to Travis. Either he secretly made a list, in which case, thank you for being responsible, or he just is actually really good at this in which case impressive um all right i'll go to number i'll go to number six for me it's the mist you seen that one no oh well i've seen portions neither of you have seen the mist i've seen portions i know what it what's up with it but Uh uh-huh i don't like that i don't know what you don't like it no well you haven't seen it No, but I've seen like I've seen so many clips of it that I definitely know what the movie is, and like I've seen some of its best parts. But like it's never been the idea doesn't it doesn't it doesn't strike my fancy. The movie. See, the thing about the movie is, it's it's not that much about 
the mist and the things in it that kill you. It's more so about, you know, at the start of the movie, they had like um, 40 people were all trapped in like a supermarket, right? Because if they went outside in the mist, they would just get killed. And there's a complete social breakdown between everyone in there. And um, since everyone's panicking and nobody knows what to do, and it ends up, you know, just in a matter of days, there's like a religious cult among them willing to sacrifice other people to try and get the mist to go away, you know, thinking that it's some sort of uh, message from God, you know, trying to punish them. And then you have the more rational characters who are like, this isn't going to work. Like, we need to actually try to find a real solution. So I like, I think the idea of the mist was scary and the fact that you, you don't know what's in there and it, and, and it's killing people is scary, but I really liked it for the, the social commentary and the social breakdown. That's why it appealed to me. There were and also some really, um, some like gross deaths that were pretty cool to watch. But yeah. And since I haven't seen it, I can't give you any comment on it. Yeah. And Josh hasn't even seen it. Josh, what are you doing? I don't know. I just never saw it. But that's like a famous movie. The Mist? Famous. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of it. I don't know if it's famous. Okay, who did it? Who did it? I mean, it's a, did the check it, Josh. On, based on a Stephen King book. Yeah, exactly. So it's famous automatically. Well, there are, other, there are, there are Stephen, movies based on Stephen King books that Speaking sucks. of which, I can say this one because it's not on my list. The original Stephen King's It. I, I don't know what the fuck happened and I'm not the only one. It's like everybody remembers that yeah. being like so scary, but then when you, when you decide to watch it again, yeah, it's it like, the goofy, like I, what happened? Like, how did we all think it was amazing at first? And then we watch it again. And it's shit. Like what happened? Because people watched it when they were seven. Wait, yeah. isn't it a TV show? It's a, no, two, it was, it's a two part mini series. Yeah. Oh, okay. And the main character had a rat tail and you watch it now. And you're like, I didn't know he had that. Ew, ew, dude. <laughs> Dude, there were still kids in our school who had rat tails in, like, middle school. No, they just had rats on their head. Oh, sorry. Gross people, you know. <laughs> I forgot how much white trash there was in our school. If you have a rat tail, hopefully you can afford clippers. Hopefully. Actually, yeah, I just realized that we insulted everyone who has rat tails. You can do whatever you want with is that, hair. Is that, I don't care. You can do whatever you want, but I still, I still said what I said. <laughs> yeah, I did. I guess I did. I'll cut this off when you cut off your rat tail. No, All right, you go on, Travis. What's six for you? My six is going to be Friday the 13th Part 3. Interesting choice. Because of the fact that, like, most of the selections that are leering into and going, like, right on the outside and leering into the top five are the classics, but they mostly fit that because I'm a fan of the classics. And Part 3 out of all of the Friday the 13th one is like my favorite because of the fact that one, it's like when we get the iconic Jason, like you look with like the hockey mask and everything, I felt the kills were pretty creative in comparison to the ones that they had before. Like, I feel like they stepped it up a notch without it going a little too crazy. And also it was the only one that I remember watching where there were these, these, these scenes, nothing scary was happening. It was just for some reason it never settled right with me and it actually upset my stomach. And one of them being towards the end of the movie, spoiler alert, but if you haven't seen it, you, I mean, you messed up, but like the one girl survives and she does by like, she gets in a boat and goes out in the middle of the lake to wait out the rest of the night. And then she like wakes up in the middle, like in the, in the, like in the middle of the, like the next day, she wakes up fully rested, like, oh, feeling like she made it. And she's looking at the cabin. 
And then all of a sudden it like cuts back to her and she's like, got that look of like, Oh, I made it. And then when it cuts back to the cabin, there's like a little window. And then you see Michael, uh, no, not Michael, Jason unmasked walk by it with his deformed face. And he like stops and like sees her. And he's like, and he starts like tapping on the window, like, 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 like a, like an animal seeing food ready to feed. And I always like felt so unsettled by it. It was like, and it wasn't like close up. Like we weren't close enough to be in, in that moment with Jason. We were far enough away that we were experiencing it like we were with her, which is like seeing something insidious from a distance. And then like, like, like eyeballing you. And it just gives you this, like your stomach drops feeling like, Oh my God, no. Like it's uh, it always, I don't know why it always unsettled me. You actually did a good job of explaining that. I haven't seen it, but I know exactly the kind of fear that that would capture. And that actually makes me want to see it myself. Yeah. But again, it's like, that's the one moment I bring that up as the rest of it. I don't really think it, it does that, but like, it's just really, it's just really entertaining as far as like, you know, the classic slasher things go. But that was just a really interesting thing to end on for me. And every time I watched it and that happened, I would go, why? He does nothing but look through a window. Why does that get me? Have you ever had one of those dreams where there's something coming at you and it's still far away, but like you can't move or you just can't yeah, run? It's like that, that fear that something is closing in and you don't mm. think you're getting away. Yeah. That's what it's I think like, it captures what? to me. It's like, it's not upon you yet, but it's like, you know, you're probably not going to make it. Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so weird. It's such a, like a little scene, a quick scene. But I want to see like, it now. Yeah. But that's my six. If we're on six, I don't know. Josh, you're awfully quiet over there. I'm telling you, he's depressed that I'm killing it. I haven't seen some of these, so I just you never seen Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Part Three. I mean, I I don't have that much to say about that one. (laughs) It's it's fine. It's nowhere near my one of my favorites, but it's fine. You would. I I think I still think uh, the remake is the best of those movies. So. Wait, which remake? Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, what what year? 2009. There's only one remake. The 2009 remake? Yeah. Is your favorite Friday the 13th movie? Yeah. Hold on. I think I've seen that one, and I don't think it was very good. Oh, it's so much better than most of the other ones. Hold on, oh. let me see. I, I want to make sure that that's funny. Actually, yeah, the one from 2000. It actually makes I have scary. seen that movie. That's not the one I was talking about. No, what are you talking no, about? No, no. But it's funny you bring up Remix because that's going to be the next few uh, selections here. Hmm. This is your favorite Friday the 13th? I mean, outside of Freddy versus Jason, if that counts. But Sure, right. Interesting. Because it actually takes it seriously and makes, it, makes Jason scary. Whereas the other ones are just kind of silly fun. Friday the third, like Freddy versus uh, Jason, everything was more like a oh, let's action pack, let's see these guys duke it out. Never yeah. felt scared watching it. Yeah, I I still like it a lot. I like yeah, I like it, but it de- definitely doesn't fit into a horror horror category anymore for me. I still count it. I would count it as horror. It can be horror and you know black comedy or whatever. It didn't make me feel anything enough in what I feel I should feel for a horror film for me to judges that that's just why i say it's not well 
in there. It could it could just be a horror movie that fails. Well, it's definitely what it being is. Being a horror like, movie, it's still a good movie, but it just failed at being a horror movie. That's what okay. it is. Um, let's see what what number are we on five. to number five? Number five for me is The number Conjuring. Five. We we have to start first off. We have to start saying the numbers like this. Number five. Number five. The yeah, Conjuring, me, huh? It's The Conjuring. Yep. I thought it was a good um, modern take on the uh, classic haunted house possession style movie. I have that pick, but it's a little later down the list. Oh, so you like it even more than this? Yes. All right, cool, cool. I like I like that movie a lot. Yeah, um, it's it's just classic. Like it's a bit kind of like a modern classic to me as a horror mm-hmm. movie. It yeah. just uh, it did everything right. It had all you know the regular tropes. It didn't do anything new. It just did everything right that has already been established, in my opinion. Yeah. So that's why I like it. I, I like the characters too. That a lot of times horror movies are filled with piece of shit characters, and um, yeah. sometimes that makes it easier to watch them get killed. But The Conjuring actually had good, good characters who you could care about, and that made the stakes more intense. You know, yeah. you're actually worried for their safety and you wanted them to come out of it. Yeah, time. it has a good way of setting up the fact that it's like it's these people that you can understand and relate to, and it's just like they're 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 being put into a situation that is partially like it's so unfair yeah yeah, yeah. what do you do and uh spoiler alert spoiler alert um, it has a happy ending which is really rare for a horror movie but Mm. it was refreshing because i actually did care about these characters and i would have hated just to see them all die so i was actually happy that they managed to pull off a decent happy ending in a horror movie without compromising the rest of the plot. So I just thought it did everything very well. This beautiful gal. You should write that down. It's all in here. My number five is Nightmare on Elm Street, the remake. Ooh, Josh. Look at that reaction. I told you. And the only reason is because... I don't hate it. I'm just very shocked. Why are you shocked? Because that's just generally seen as one of the worst remakes of all time. To be honest, I always liked it because I watch it and I go, Freddy's fucking rough. Ah, shit. Like when I watch that movie, I'm like, if I was dealing with this guy, I would definitely be a lot more scared because he definitely seemed like a threat. He didn't seem as goofy anymore. And I think that's why part, part, partially people hate it because they loved kind of the the I, I maybe there's another word to describe the goofiness but that's how i describe it is like they didn't like it because freddie didn't have that that thing about him that was in all the other movies but that's what i like because they they gave him everything that makes him freddie but like they they gave him a seriousness that like when you put it in that scenario you're like okay now i can see why he's definitely a threat like you get you get that guy this grumbly just like like i angry all the time but you don't know really what he's thinking and he's just like clicking those those nails and everything not focusing on saying shit and like talking your ear off just just drawing everything out closing the distance fucking toying with your mind and it's just like god damn like he just like he put he made it more visceral for me this the, the in this remake to the point where i'm like uh, it's like it's just so 
I, I like, and that's where I think most people don't like is because of the fact that it's accused like, oh, they took them, they made a grittier version of this just because it makes it grittier doesn't make it better. I agree that it doesn't work all the time, but most cases for me it does, and in this one it definitely worked. Like making Freddy more gritty was the right way to go for me at this time around. I was going to say to Josh, I'm actually not surprised that you prefer that one because I know that you you really like it when um, you know a director or someone will take take something in a grittier path and a dark path, as long as they do it decently. I know that you seem to be a big fan of that. I can't think of another example right off the bat, but. I'm, I mean, I like, I think I enjoy the remake just because I think, um, what's his name? Jackie Earl Haley. I think he's good as Freddie. I like that. I, I, even though I don't like his look because he looks like a fish. I will give him that his his look was a a like it wasn't horrible to it was, me, but it, it was, was a little be, off. It was supposed to be a realistic burn victim, but it just looked goofy. Um, like I will the, give the look that. My yeah. the thing that bothers me about the movie is that they had a lot of opportunity to do new and creative yeah, things cares. with the dream sequences, and they just chose to do the same things as in the original, just with CGI. Whereas yeah. I would have rather them see them like take chances to do new dream sequences and things like that but yeah i like i know that they did that but again i don't know what just saved it for me was the fact that his performance was just more down the alleyway of what i needed to see in a character like that yeah. you know that's just what that's just what helps sell it for me hmm. nice and also i really loved i don't know if they did it in the original i don't think they did but just i really loved um they took that old classic song and just slowed it down. Oh, dream, 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 dream. Like, I was just like, oh, that's such a good touch. Oh, my God. Nice. It's like a 50s song, right? Yeah. And, like, and once I started playing, I knew what the song was because everybody does. And I'm like, oh, my God, that, why didn't they put that in the original? It's such a, that's such an easy fit. And, like, there's that scene where – they're like trying to get back to the school to try to stop him. And halfway there, they stop at a drugstore. She walks in and then she doesn't realize she starts like going into sleep mode. And like the music, that music starts playing and then the lights start to flicker and dim down and the lights slow, to, uh, the lights like get really low. And then she sees Freddie like starting to emerge and flicker in the distance walking towards her. And it's like one of those things where it's like you see him walking and he flickers out of, out of, out of visual and then back in, he's closer and he's closer. And while they're doing that, you just hear, Whenever I want you, all I have to do. I'm like, oh, Jesus, he's coming. He's coming. And he's like, this dress was always one of my favorites. I'm like, oh, Freddy, you dog. <laughs> you dog. <laughs> you You're garbage. Oh, my God. You're garbage who kills for money. Don't talk like one of them. You're not. Even if you'd like to be. You see, to them, you're just a freak, like me. These cops and lawyers, these... Josh, help us out. Number... What are we no. on now? Come on, Josh, you're supposed to be paying I got attention. It. I got it, well, I was trying to move on. Cal, Cal, I got it. Number four. <laughs> Great work. For me, call back to Travis. For me, number four is the cabin in the woods. Ah. <laughs> I thought it was... Because, okay, so I went into it not knowing what it was. I didn't know that it was a huge, um, they, I don't want to say parody. It's not exactly a parody. It's, it's halfway a parody. But um, 
I didn't know that when I went into it. I thought it was just going to be a, another horror movie. And then, you know, the way they kind of twist everything and, and play it off is just really well. And it's not scary. To me, it wasn't scary. It was just really fun. Yeah. I remember seeing that for the first time. Um, James suggested it to me because he thought it was like the most brilliant thing ever. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it. And I was like, it's very, I thought it was really clever. It was just very, it was not at all what I expected it to be. So yeah. the, the whole, the whole um, third act monsters released part was really, really entertaining. So. Yeah, I liked that. You, yeah. The fact that I remember uh, someone told me that someone got stabbed, spoiler for Captain in the Woods, that's an eight year old movie. But uh, someone told me somebody gets stabbed by a unicorn. And that was what <laughs> sold me on it. I was like, that's not at all what I expected this movie to be. Yeah. There was one scene where, like, the guy, he actually has a fear of this monster when they all break out. That's the one, this one monster is the one he gets killed, gets killed by, and it's the merman where the guy hits the ground. All of a sudden, he hears wet, like, suction cup flapping. And he goes and he, like, looks down, and it's just a low-angle shot of literally, like, a fish man that looks all, like, deformed. has a wide piranha mouth just slowly coming towards him, and it just creeps up on him and sh- straddles them and just and starts biting them i'm like that's what you get it's what you get it's funny to me i enjoy it it's good fun i'm enjoying my number four is friday the 13th remake really yeah you guys both like it oh that's so that is your favorite Friday the 13th. That, that that definitely again just like just like Nightmare on Elm Street when I watched that one I was thinking there's I don't know if I could at this point in my life when that movie came out if I could find like Jason to be really that scary and I saw that and it was just like he was just a tank of, of a thing and I was like and he's like he's like storming people and like throwing machetes I'm like god damn this guy's fucking terrifying like I feel like he would just run through walls if he had the choice like, he really, like, when you saw him, it's like, it wasn't like, oh, let's run and he'll disappear and pop up somewhere else. Like, no, like, he's going to get you in, like, five steps. It was crazy. He was, like, he was definitely, like, visceral as shit. Like, it was just, like, and then they also, I just loved, they kind of took some Michael Meyer-esque acts with him where it's like they would have a couple of moments where he would be, like, just standing there and people would like turn and like look at him and he'd just be like sitting there like staring at them motionless never really saw that too much in all the other ones because he was always the one that was hiding and you couldn't see him until he popped out for a kill and then he was always on the move when you saw him on screen but to utilize him as like making him a like a a static figure just standing there and you just like you're looking at him and you're like i don't know what this guy's about to do i don't know what this guy's about to do it was just pretty good yeah there's a the scene that really sold me on it was when you first see jason when after well first of all the whole opening scene is amazing with the the redoing of like his mom dying and the the kids at camp and he's he's in the dark when you see him just charging at the camera with that one one chick before he kills it that was that was really cool but um later in the movie when he you see jason for the first time and he stands he walks into the mirror and he's just standing there and it's all like creepy do you know what oh, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that was that was really intimidating. But yeah, um, that's the the guy, the director of that. He made a he made one of my favorite remakes, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Yeah. So he's 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 a good 
he's a good guy to do horror remakes. I wish he did more. I will say there was one part in that movie where it was like really cheap. And I was like, oh, okay. And it was when the girl was in the bathroom and she's like peeking into the, the shower. Like, is he in here? And all of a sudden she rips the shower open. And he's standing behind her. I'm like, oh, cool. Didn't see that coming. Tal, you said you why else would you why else would you frame up a shot where like the character takes out like this much of the screen and the rest of it's just open area? Tal, you said you didn't like that movie. I thought it was unremarkable. Unremarkable gallery. He has such high standards, this one. No. I don't know. I mean it was I think if you're a fan of Jason, maybe you'd like it a lot more. But you know, that's the only Friday the thirteenth I've ever seen. I thought it was all right. Actually, if you're a fan of Jason, you might like it less. Maybe people would care about the I think it depends on which Jason you prefer. Yeah. Or which type of Jason movies you like. Yeah. I don't know. As a slasher movie, I, I just found it, you know, classic slasher movie. It's just, yeah, goes around and kills people. Yeah, well, what are you going to do, you know? What are you going to do, you know? What are you going to do? Cal, did you uh, give your... What are we on? Three? Wait. Number three. My number three. This is a movie that I hope both of you have seen is The Thing. The the 1980 version? Yes. Yeah, that's a great movie. John Carpenter. That has the best practical effects in any horror movie I've ever seen, in my opinion. Yes, it does. Still Um, to this day. And some stunning sound effects too that make it they really make it yeah so the music yeah, the, the sound effects of the seat the visual effects all amazing the visual effects of that movie are just they they make it so amazing for me and the dog scene traumatized me when i saw it. yeah it's awful it's awful but yeah there was there was so much body horror in there that was so ahead of its time and it the fact that it holds up so well it's it's just it makes it so it'll always be a great movie rather than something that'll one day be uh trash you know it's rich. kind of like the remake that replaced everything with cgi yeah i didn't see it i heard it wasn't there, the weird thing is is like there's or something about the practical effects that made them more disgusting yeah you know the cgi it's like you can just like they can do all this other stuff but like it just i don't know it doesn't have this disgust like oh factor that i like, think there's I think there are great things you can do with CGI too. I mean, not, I don't want to shit all over it. I think, uh, especially today, they can do great things. But yeah, the, especially like back in the 80s and 90s, with the things they did with those effects are really something. Well, yeah, like, but like the fucking head that grows spider yeah. legs and starts. Yeah. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> I'm like, you want to kick it, but you feel like it's gonna bite your foot. Like you just yeah. like. Ugh. Ugh. So rough, dude. So, rough. and then you can't imagine how it would feel to be infected by that thing. Yeah, dude. Like it, like, like it mushes on the one guy's face, and it's like attached to him now. Like, uh, I'm like, oh, like what does that, that would feel be like? Awful. Yeah. I I don't know if I'm remembering incorrectly, but do you remember the um? What are they called? What are those things you use to like resuscitate someone? Oh yeah, the defibrillators. The defib- yeah, do you remember that scene where they yeah. used that? Clear and, and in the, the stomach the mouth caved opens in. Up. Yeah. So in case am I remembering wrong or did that guy's hands get bit off and then he just died? 
I think they got bit off, and then yeah, he did just die. The he other just thing died. is, I always thought that the pacing <laughs> of it, the mouth opens and he like pops them in, and there's a good like second or two until the mouth closes. I'm like, dude, get better reactions. Back. Oh crap! And then pull your hands back out. Well, he wasn't expecting that to happen. I to know, be but fair. still, if you go straight down, you see something open. Why don't you like, oh shit, and then pull up? Like he just stood there and waited. I was like, nah, man, you gotta be quick. Yeah. Imagine well, like, like he, how he in just real life. Died. Uh, like, imagine if he did that, where like he put his hands in, and the right window was about to close. He just got out in the nick of time. He's like, "Whoa, oh god, that was a close one." You know, I like, don't think how, that would be what his reaction is, but yeah, I would have chuckled a little. I would have chuckled a little. I don't think you would have. Uh, probably not. I yeah. don't know anymore. Well, that's my number three. What about you, Travis? Well, my number three is, and this is only because. He's my favorite, and he's got to be in this list somewhere. Um, it's Michael Myers, my favorite classic slasher guy. And I think as far as, like, off of, like, style and actually, like, how it visually, like, executed, you know, the, the, the ambiance and everything, I actually do. Uh, most people, some people don't. I do like Rob Zombie's remake of the first Halloween. I saw I that like as that I already loved Michael, even with the classics, with the first and second one. But then they took they took Michael, and again they gave him this next step of like next step of like level of threat, where it's like he wasn't slowly like ambiguous and walking around and being all eerie. He was like he's he's picking up the pace and like he's like grabbing people and throwing them. And it had a really creative way. Like Rob Zombie had a really creative way of this time around, like really like when things were are happening focusing so tight and close in and like vigorously on the main characters that like you're in the moment with them to the point where it's like you can't see where Michael is you don't know so he can pop up at any time so you're feeling the same sense of fearful self-awareness that they are mm -hmm. you know that way when he does pop out and you see somebody get their head grabbed and start getting thrown around the room you're like oh shit there he is okay crap oh boy and also I thought I thought they did he that was a version where he took the liberty of trying to kind of tell an origin story which some people are like i didn't need to see that i honestly personally thought it was interesting because i already loved michael so much that like i always wondered like i want to see more of that background so to be able to get some interpretation of it was nice but then also when he is michael i thought some of the scenes and the settings were pretty cool like there's one scene where um he attacks uh, annie when she's like getting it on with some dude and then when lori comes over to like meet her opens the door and like the dude has a jack-o'-lantern like on his head dead like covered in blood just hanging there and annie is still partially alive slashed up laying on the ground just screaming in agony like for help i'm like dude that is, like he's put he's presenting them in such uh like in your face like this is fucked up like ty type of situation like it's really it's really interesting and like it's like you don't and, and, and like Rob Zombie, like in, in scenes like he didn't like you know how like in classic slash movies like everybody's like, Oh woo nudity, like there it is, there's a the classic yeah. Movie. yeah. That one he like he had it, but he he really was able to twist it where he didn't want you to feel like when there was a nudity scene that you cheered for it, it was like you were so focused on the fear of the setting and what's gonna happen next that you like couldn't even acknowledge that like the nudity. Like that's what he tried to do. And I feel like it really does come through where it's like, I don't care if the girl's topless, something bad's about to fucking happen right now. You know? Like it really yeah. like gets you. Yeah, I actually I agree. It didn't make my list, but it would it would probably be like eleven or twelve. I, I think Rob Zombie's remake of Halloween was actually good. 
Yeah. Um, I've gone back. I when I originally saw it, I hated it. Like straight up hated it. I thought it was terrible. Yeah. Um, then I saw it again, and I appreciated things about it more. Why? Um, uh, I thought I think Michael's awesome in it. I think Michael's really good. Um, I think the kind of updated score and music is good. Um, I think uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy who plays Loomis. Um, oh, um, uh, wait, Mc, wait, McDowell or something. I don't know. Yeah, ro- yeah, ro- I think it's Ronald McDowell. Ronald McDonald. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Ronald McDowell. Maybe uh, I don't know. Michael McDowell. Malcolm McDowell. Yeah, that's it. It's Malcolm. Um, Hi, he, Malcolm. He, he was awesome in that. Thanks for watching. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I think oh, some of the actors. Uh, Danny Trejo. I like him in it too. Yeah, uh, uh, and that's a, that's a perfect example. That scene, it was like it showed you how, at this point when like he's grown up, how dead the innocence of the child he used to be is gone because like they put it into perspective by when he like breaks out, the one guy that literally was nice to him in the facility for twenty years. Michael like drowns him to death while he's screaming, saying, I was good to you, Mikey. And he's just like, I'm like, it's really fucking hits you. Cause it's so cold. It's so disconnected of humanity. Travis, did you like Halloween too or no? Oh, what, what from Rob Zombie? Yeah. No. And it's only because of the fact that like, he tried to take such a, a different direction with it. Like I couldn't understand like I understood what he was doing. It was like kind of like the the crazy mentality in a way is like being passed on now to Lori. But like the way he went about it, it was just really weird. I was just like, it was just too much for me for the type of horror movie I like. I was like, all right, eh. The the things eh. I liked in that movie, I like a lot of all the stuff in the first half with his backstory and you know the the beginnings of him like escaping and everything because it's. It does a lot new, and that's kind of interesting. The things I don't like are like it's very much like a here's this white trash town with these characters that say fuck every other sentence. That's the and, one drawback. Most Rob Zombie like, movies, they just say fuck all the time. Like there, there's a forces his wife to play a character, and she's not a good actress. Um, like so, there is that, and people do say that. And I remember him saying in an interview, like his defense is like I just always reuse my actors because, like you know, when you have people yeah, that you, you like know to like do with. the job, yeah. 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 But, like, um, yeah, I, w- I would agree, like, I mean, every once in a while branch out. But, like, I still think for the role that she had to play in that film, I think she did a she decent okay. job. There were scenes was, where she was okay. Um, yeah. And then um, – And the kid, the yeah. kid was good. Um, yeah, I, I like I like a lot of that stuff. I know a lot of, that's actually what a lot of people don't like. But I thought it was interesting to kind of – if you're going to if you're gonna do a new interpretation of Michael, you might as well go all in. And I think they kind of did that. Um, but, yeah, I don't like all that stuff. I also sometimes I think some of the editing choices are really weird. I don't like the the kind of jittery like all manic style of editing. Sometimes it goes with that the second one really goes for. Um, I partially also, like the amount they did for that one, just because of the fact that when things start getting chaotic, it's like it's like it's he does it just enough to the point where it's like I can before I start getting confused on where i'm where i'm at like yeah. he kind of resets it back so it's like it's not too bad but i like that because once things get hectic and people get thrown around it adds more to the chaoticness of it because yeah. like there's no there's no common sense or, or logical thought in a life or death like situation to the point where it's like that's what he makes you feel with like yeah. you're just getting these whiplash effects you're yeah. like oh god fuck you know the one other thing i really like is um all the stuff leading up in the like when michael's in 
um, the psych ward and he's talking to Loomis a lot and you see a lot of that relationship and backstory a lot more. Yeah, I was, I, it, it was nice to see that. Yeah. Um, but the thing, the thing that bothers me is really a lot more, well, pretty much once it gets to the kind of just, once the second half kicks in, then it's just basically a, a, a scene for scene remake of the original, but just more modern and more gory and more over the top. And it just doesn't really do much for me. There's, there are moments that are cool, but I, I like some of the Michael See, moments. But. The interesting thing is, though, Joss, is like the second half of the film, it's not scene for scene. No, like, it's not it, scene when, for scene, but it's like it's, it's the same concept. It's just well, yeah, okay, because Michael, he's, still trying to be, he's, he's still trying to be faithful to the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's why. And then that kind of goes back on what you said, which is like you like to see them like pay homage to, yeah, 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 yeah. to the original. It's, so. it's not the fact that they did it again. I just don't like the way they did it. I kind of, I, I kind of like they did, and plus they added enough in that made Michael a little bit more terrifying. Like the scenes where, like, she's trapped in the Myers house like, trying to escape, and at one point she has to hide in like the in a wall, and then I, he's just like he like he goes to walk away, and she covers her mouth like trying not to whimper, and all of a sudden you see the shot of him stopping, and he just slowly like looks. I'm like, oh I just, shit! I just like prefer the simplicity of the original and that like more reserved, like eeriness, suspense feeling, whereas the. The, that one just did the, a lot of the same things, but just with more intensity and violence and gore. Yeah, and I'm the type of I'm the type of person where it's just like I feel like that intensity just made it be like, well, see now I see Michael as like, oh, f- like I see him a lot more scary because like he's like more of a physical threat. I I, w- I would recommend there's a there's a fan edit of the movie that actually takes both Rob Zombie's movies and kind of combine it kind of takes a lot of the most of the best parts into one movie. And it kind of recolor grades it and structure restructures some of it and makes it feel more like the original's tone, but mm. with still keeping a lot of the intense violence and stuff and Rob Zombie's ideas. You should watch it; it's pretty good. I might watch it actually. That sounds like it's right down my alley. Yeah. Also, uh, and this is just a minute thing. I love. There's this one scene where Lori's walking down the street and they're doing like a dolly shot following her, and at one point, like it, like there's trees in the foreground passing. And like it shows her walking, and a tree will pass, and then when it does, it shows Michael in her place walking, and then it quickly passes again, showing Lori. And it's like weird because like it, it's happened so quick. You're like, wait, did I just see Michael? You know, and it's like, uh, and, and it gives you that sense like, oh, he's always there. Like, is he getting in my head now? Am I getting? Am I getting? Am I getting uh, anxious or, or like, am I getting? Uh, I don't know what paranoid. Paranoid. Thank you. Paranoid. And also now knowing in hindsight, it's like kind of like he's mirroring what he plans on doing, which is like they're one in the same type of thing. It's like, you know, family, always by blood. You know, that sort of thing. Did either of you see the 2018 one? Yeah, I thought it was great. Was it? Yeah. I yeah. thought it was really great. Um, I still think Halloween 2 is the better sequel, but it comes close. Halloween 2 is definitely the better sequel. And I did like Halloween 2018 fucking despise the whole like doctor putting on michael's mask oh, i for love some that, odd... I that, is, that it makes so perfect sense stupid. it makes it makes perfect sense how does it make perfect sense because a doctor who's been studying this thing that he doesn't understand is becomes psycho psych, a psychopath to the point where he's trying to put his mask on and understand the obsession What's okay. the, uh, can you explain to me what actually so, happened do you have you seen the movie cal I wouldn't need you to explain to me what happened. Cal, Cal, I'll I'll give you spark notes. Like literally, I'll I'll explain it because I just met the doctor scene. Just the doctor. The doctor scene. He like the doctor has been trying like to be with the cops, trying to find Michael, kind of like almost like a uh, 
um, a Donald Pleasance, like, uh, you know, Dr. Loomis s- scenario, like how the old one was, like his old psychiatrist. But he, this is a guy that wasn't his psychiatrist. He's just somebody who's, like, studied him and has had an interest in him. And he's pretty much, like, normal throughout the entire thing. And then once they finally come across Michael, like, like this guy and the I, cop. They, they hinted at, at him the entire movie. Like, there's, there's this obsession that he has with Michael. See, the thing is, this is why I don't like it because I don't feel they did that well enough because I didn't get that. I oh, thought well, I, right when I, he right when he started like, you know, I picked up on that killing a cop. Well, double check because I don't think they did that. I just at all, watched really. I just watched it the other day and it picked up on it immediately. I'll I'll watch it again, but I still don't think yeah. I think the reason why that fell flat is because they did not hint at that enough to the point where for me it was just it, he, he came across Michael and then all of a sudden he just killed the cop and decided to wear his mask. I'm like, I'm a freak now. You know, no, it was, like, more, it was like he was studying Michael. And um, Look, I'm not going to say you're right until I see it for myself, okay, okay. so we might as well just move on. Like, okay. so, <laughs> because, well, like, I don't so, know. So you said, did you have say your number two yet? Nope. Right, Ready? That was all number Ready? two we were talking about. Ready? Number two. Ready? Number two. This one, you guys are going to, you might try to dispute and tell me it's not a horror movie, but it is. Uh, it definitely okay. is. Um, Coraline. That's a, that's a family horror movie. It is. As, if, that's a if, creepy movie. Hocus Pocus. If you could make a horror movie for children, then this, this is it. Yeah. There are no horror movie for children. No, but there they can be. Exactly. No. Did you ever see Goosebumps? Goosebumps. Uh, the new one with Zach Black? Oh, I meant like the TV, oh, the, the, the no, shows. I, I was never a Goosebumps person. Well, those those were for kids, but those yeah. those could be scary. Yeah. No, but Coraline definitely has horror. It, it's a horror oh, yeah. movie for so like for buttons kids, for, for eyes. That was terrifying. It's yeah, it has some really freaky. So you've seen it, right? Yeah. And Travis, have you seen it? No. Okay, well, I recommend it because it's. You're not going to find it scary, but it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's I just, I can movie. tell just, uh, but it's just, yeah. I, I count it as a Halloween movie, not a, not as a, a, a scary, like, horror, horror movie, really. All right. Well, it doesn't take place on Halloween. Oh, but, there you um, go. That's its first mistake. But, <laughs> but, Josh, you know the scene at the end where the, what did they call it? Other mother turned into her true form where she's like a, spider Baby. monster i haven't i've only seen it once a long time ago okay like, well it's it's freaky like there's some freaky stuff that happens in there yeah but it's also just a really fun really fun movie with some nice um what would, what would you call it stop motion animation yeah, yeah it's stop motion i like it it's the same like it's the same company that did a um kubo yeah i didn't see that i want to see that but I kuja nope Nope, that's a bad one. You like it, Josh? Huh? Did I like what? You like Kubo? Oh, I love Kubo. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll try to watch then. Yep, that's my number two, Coraline. My yep. number two. I thought you just gave me number two. Is Edward Scissorhands? Oh. Okay. Well, if that counts. No, I'm not, I'm not putting Edward Scissorhands in there. It's a good movie, but yeah, it don't fit here. Okay. But so, no, my number two is what we talked about earlier, The Conjuring. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And it's only because of the fact that that was, that was literally one of the few spiritual, like, ghost-esque type films that, like, Possession. I was terrified. And it's like, I always felt like, even when people were just talking, I always felt like something bad was about to happen or something was going to, like, emerge. And they have this way of making it realistic where it's like, in real life, it's like, not everything's, like, about a jump scare. It's like something just, like, 
is always out of the corner of your eye. And it's like got this, the whole movie has this feeling of like, you see something and you're afraid to turn your head and look. Yeah. You know, like, and I'm just like, oh, no. Like, it's just, uh, it does it really well. And there's just something about, and like the, when they had those snippets of like the nun in there, that was like, just always this like following entity. Wasn't that the second one? No, but the nun was a side small character in the first one. Oh, I got mirrored a good bit. Like there was a scene where like the the paranormal investigators are back at their house, and their her daughter is like standing there, like looking down the hallway, terrified. And the mom's looking at her like, "Mom, who's that?" And then all of a sudden, they both look up, and then they cut to the end of the hallway, and the nun is just standing there, staring at them, and just like walks away. And I and I'm like, dude, that's so simple, but it gives me chills. It gives me chills. And again, what I said before, I think what makes it more scary is like you actually like the characters. So it's not like, oh, there goes Freddy making a stupid. Oh, I wasn't talking about Freddy the character. I meant like, you know, classic horror film character who makes stupid decisions. There he goes doing that again. It's like a realistic family who's actually good people. And you don't want to see them get, you know, destroyed. So that makes it more scary. It's like any second, something terrible could happen. Yeah. I agree. And finally, coming into the finish line, number one. My number one horror movie is The Ring. Frank and Weenie. Oh. You see, he said Coraline, so I was like, Frank and Wayne. Actually, that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me, Cal. And that's a very good movie. So, I'm what glad you, you like it. I, the Ring. Oh, The Ring, yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Okay, that's fair. But um, I am a fan. I like it a lot. Because it's uh, Japanese-ish. No, because Have you seen I, the original? Yeah, it's not as good. Um, I, I will say The Ring is probably one of the best instances of an American remake of a foreign film actually being really good. Like the original ring story, like it's good, but it's not nearly as scary. And that's, the American ring terrified me. So it was one of the first horror movies I'd ever seen. Right. And I remember so specifically, um, I don't know how much you remember about the movie, but in the beginning, um, you know, these, these two girls are having like a sleepover, right? And one of them gets killed because of the, the videotape. She comes out. And then not long after that, they show you the girl's body. How she looks. Oh, all- here we go. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, it's just, I know, like, you're going practically down the creepy vibe. I'm like, and you see the girl's body. Dude, it's one of the most messed up things I've ever seen. And when I saw that, I was terrified for like, for like months, I was traumatized. I was, you? Yeah, 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 me. And ever since I've seen that movie, no movie has ever truly scared me. But that movie truly, truly scared me. And I was like 14 when I saw it. But maybe even younger. But um, yeah, it just got me. Because there weren't many jump scares in that movie. It was more so they just showed you something that was so disturbing that you can't do anything about. It's like, oh, well, Jesus Christ. What am I going to do with this now? I just, I just have to know that I saw that and suffer with it. There was, a, there was a certain amount of learned helplessness for the characters and for the audience that you know that there's nothing that can be done about anything that's going to be 
that's going to happen. You know, you see this videotape and then terrible things happen to you and then you die and there's like nothing you can do. And they, you know, they found like a loophole, but then it like didn't really work anyway. But aside from actually terrifying me, legitimately terrifying me, I thought it had a good story and there was some really good acting. And I really like uh, the imagery. I don't know if you'd call it exactly practical effects. I don't, I don't know that it was practical effects. It was more just like art. Um, but the imagery I thought was really uh, convincing. Hot take, Calvin. That's me. That's hot me. take. I don't think it's that hot. I'm not going to tell you it's Calvin. the best. Oh, your take is hot. Okay. Hot take. No, that was a hot take. But now on to me. Me now. It's me time now. I'm talking. <laughs> okay, so what's your number one? My number one is Jeepers Creepers. Huh. And the it. only reason is that was the movie. Saw it at a young age. It's the only movie in my life that I can actually probably say scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, that's what the ring is for me. It, I remember we were at a, like a, a family friend's house and all the kids that were there, including myself, were decided to sit down and watch it while the parents talked. And I remember I was so terrified. I remember the whole, throughout the whole movie, I was like trying to play off not being scared by being like after something like really bad was about to happen. I'd be like, oh, that's really cool. I'm going to go downstairs and tell the adults about it, but I'm really just like trying to get, have a reason to stay out of that room as long as possible until it's all over. And I just remember towards the end of it i just remember it was over i stayed close to my parents walking to the car and we dro drove home in the dark of night and the whole time my stomach hurt and i kept looking out the window like it's coming for me it's coming for me i was so scared and i remember the whole time i was like can we get home and my parents had to rush home because like i had to shit myself <laughs> i was my stomach was so upset and like i was so disturbed and freaked out that like oh it was it was rough and just at the time it really got into it got me because of the fact that like most of the time you don't see the creature's face. And then when you do, it's like, doesn't help at all because it just makes it worse. And just, it's this creature that you don't know what's up with it. All you know, it's, it's an unstoppable force. And what it wants is to eat a part of you. Like it's, it's, it, it wants to eat you. That's its goal. Not to kill you for the sake of killing you. It wants to take something from you, whether it has time to surgically do it and really make you feel it or if it has to take quick rational steps to rip it out of you either way it's going it's going to be god awful for you and it just played on the thing it's like if it smells your fear that's what it finds more tasty and it's just like oh and there's like scenes where it's like like smelling this fucking prey and i'm just like oh my god and it's just it just it, it got me it got me all it just it got it hit me really hard like there's this one scene where like the two main characters are running away from it and they like hit they like collide with it or something and then they're like sitting there looking out their window and they see it get up and it's walking around and it's picking and like it finds a dead body and like it picks up its head and you just it's all silhouetted and you just see it smelling like the head and then you see its head like its face go in and you're just hearing all these mushing noises and all of a sudden you see it pulling out. We can only assume as a tongue and it just starts chowing down. And I'm sitting there like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Ugh, it's just, uh, and it's like an, a creature. It's a creature that evolves, you know, so it just gets more and more harder to like to get away from. It's just rough. 
So you like the 2001 version, I assume? I believe there's no there. I mean, the Jeepers Creepers. If that's the first one, then yes. They made three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After yeah, after that, the second one. one wasn't that bad, and it still had some decent moments. But I just the first one really hit me, and the third one was just I don't know what the fuck they were doing. But yeah, Wait, just, what I, was it? What was the it third was, one? I, I think they tried to like gap the bridge between the first two, and it just didn't. It didn't. It just it didn't hit. It just was all over the place. Like it, and it was just like it's like you kind of didn't find the creatures scary. You just kind of wandered around with them, and you're just like, hey, he's just there. Like he kind of lost it. He lost his luster by that time. But yeah, the first one that was the that's the one movie I can definitely for sure be like it like made me sick to my stomach and just scared the living hell out of me. And it was just so rough to watch. It's just like, oh, so he's not just trying to kill all of us. He needs to eat me. He needs to pull something out of me and eat it. And almost I almost felt like it was more terrifying knowing that he had like areas he would take your take you back to in order to like slowly cut you open and take bits and pieces out of you while you're still alive and screaming. And like they did that like and the way it ended was like he he takes the one person away and it ends with like an old steel mill and it slowly just starts fading further and further into it and as it fades further and further in the setting just gets darker and darker and you just start hearing more and more screams of agony echoing in the distance and then like you hear and then like you finally get into its lair and it's like have sewing kits and shit and it's like cutting into them and it's just like jeepers creepers where'd you get those peepers i'm like no it was, it was it was really rough it was really don't rough you like there. how we both Bulls. picked we both picked the movie that traumatized us the most as our favorite yeah, horror you film. got to because that means it did what it was meant to do exactly exactly that's cool. Congratulations. Con- congratulations, Cal. You won. And fuck you, Josh. I made it through. No you speed did. bumps. Good job. Good job. I don't, need, I don't need that. You take that good job back. I don't need that. <laughs> I'm just trying to be a good friend. And all What's I that get even mean? shit in my mouth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> shit in my mouth. <laughs> you, can't, you can't reference that yet. Yeah. All right, Josh. You want to tell us your list now? Sure. Don't I'll take look. too long. I won't. <laughs> uh, my number 10 is uh, It Follows. Either of you seen it? Yeah. I haven't seen it. I love that movie. It's awesome. Uh, super, super 80s um, synthy. Very cool. Synth uh, rock and roll. Uh, number nine is the original The Omen. Mm, really? It? Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah. You, don't like it? you don't like it? Uh, it, that was a slow burn up on like uh, okay yeah i like slow uh, you know me i like slow burns yeah but it's just like that's that was in the 70s yeah it's it out of date better. now no it's not. you're you're what's wrong with people um number eight is the witch really you don't I like that movie either i know i watched it and i thought it was okay but like that's like oh wait the... no no i remember no actually that one scene did creep me the fuck out a little bit it's like you never get a good look at it, and then when you get a split second glare at it, you're like, "Oh my god!" You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, it's really rough. Um, yeah, I thought that movie was terrifying. Um, number seven is the Blair Witch Project. Did the Blair Witch Project kind of start the whole found footage? Um, it wasn't. One, it wasn't the first, but it was the biggest. It was the first yeah. one to really take off. That one, I acknowledge it for like really 
like you know being what it is but the thing is overall don't really care for it because it's I, just i just it's I, to me it's a lot of wandering and too close up on people's faces as they're crying and like, i think okay the authenticity of it it's still to me it's the best found footage movie ever made they can they can make as many as they want but that one is the only one that still actually feels like an actual found footage movie that people found in the woods and stuck together in an editing room it, it everything else since as good as some of them are just it feels pre-written and pre-made. Yeah. What's I have, another I, I have a film? personal gripe against horror movies where I never get to see what they're afraid of. Like if I go through the whole That's, movie and you never show want, me what it I looks like, it, I, it, 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 like, it pisses me off. Cause I'm like, show it to me once. Just no, once. I want, I want. I, no, I'm not talking about what you want. I'm just saying what I want. Don't I know. Turn I'm it just around. saying, I know. I'm just saying, but I like, <laughs> I like, I like slow burns. I like being held. I like having things left to my own imagination. I like things. I like not knowing things. Yeah, but you got to have a happy. On this one. You you got to have a happy medium. Otherwise, it's really easy to try to do that, and then it turns into just something that's dead. I'm like, what's going on? I'm bored. Well, no. Yeah, um, if I if I see a medium. horror movie, I want to see I want to see some stuff. Yeah, I want to reconsider yeah, my life decisions. Stuff. You guys have no imagination. Uh, number six. Uh, it's a very recent movie. Uh, Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep's good. Um, it's one of the best sequels I've ever seen. It is a perfect hybrid of Stephen King and Stanley Kubrick. Ewan McGregor's amazing. Um, what's her name? Obi-Wan. Uh, the villain. Uh, Rose the Hat. She's great. Um, the It's a perfect kind of blend of new story and nostalgia. And every, it's scary and it's suspenseful and it's a great mystery story. And it's just it's a sequel I never knew I needed or wanted. And it's everything I could have asked for. Um, Cal, I'm assuming you haven't seen it. Nope. Okay, cool. Uh, my number five is actually I'm wearing my shirt right now. Uh, Jaws. And if anyone says it's not a horror movie, it's um, not a horror no, it movie. Is. It is. A horror it, is. Movie. it is. It is. It's natural horror. It just didn't scare me. It. It just that's, didn't scare and me. That's fine, but it's still a horror movie, and it's one of the most suspenseful, effective horror movies of all time. And the music. Is see, this horror. is why I can't let it go. Why? Because of the fact that, like, see, when Cal, when me and him talk, even if I'm just like, I just don't know if I see it that way, and then Cal's not at least nice enough to go, I, I, it's like, I, I hear your opinion, and then he moves on. But you, you're just like, no, you're, you're wrong. It's I don't, I'm not this. saying you're wrong. Like, you I'm saying, but you make it sound like that's why I want to no, fight. I'm you. just, I'm just <laughs> dismissing it because I don't want to argue. Anyway, I love Jaws. I think it's great. It's okay. Anyway, I'm choosing to move on, not you. Oh, one up. See, one up. <laughs> One up. Oh, fine. You win. Okay. Was that number, number five? That was number five. I'm trying to get through this, Cal. But I keep getting it. He's attacking me, Cal. <laughs> My number four is Scream. Oh, I forgot about Scream. Holy shit. Scream is amazing. I love it. Um, I actually, the first time I saw it, I didn't love it. Dude, that's I'm... like my favorite Scooby-Doo movie. <laughs> what? That's like my favorite Scooby-Doo movie. I don't get it. Shaggy's like... in it. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, dog, I remember the first time I saw it, I didn't like it that much because I'd already seen Scary Movie, so I knew the twist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then I watched it again, and I thought it was great. Um, yeah, it's super clever, super funny, really kind of scary, um, but mostly just really fun. Uh, number three is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I haven't seen it. Have you ever seen it? I don't think I've seen a single movie on your list so far. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. But Cal still feels the passive aggressiveness coming out from under the dark hood. We well, have Calvin Meehan. Um, yeah, I think it's a great movie. I love the style and terror intensity of it. So, uh, Number two is a movie that I 
Wait, what was three? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I just said it. Oh, okay. Sorry. sorry. Um, number two is Halloween, the original. Um, it's a, it's a classic. It's not. It's not. I don't know if I'd say it's perfect. It has flaws, but it's pretty great. Wait. So does that mean your number one is the Friday the Thirteenth remake? No. Oh, so no Friday the Thirteenth remake. No. List. Oh no. Okay. No. Okay. They're, those are fun movies, but none of them are even close to a top ten or anything. Okay. Okay. Um, my number one is The Shining. All right. I haven't seen it. Slow yet. burns again. Yep. That is slow burn the movie, if there ever yeah. was one. And it's perfect in, for that exact reason. I'm not a fan of the slow burn. Well, yeah. I, just prefer, I prefer scares that come slowly and naturally and creep up on you rather than things that just make a loud noise and scare me. Well, no, I understand that too. It's just like, yeah, again, happy medium. Like, I, Shining was borderline. Like, I feel, I almost feel like in hindsight, like I'm thinking about, it, I'm like, I don't feel like anything ever really happened. I feel like everything just like lingered. I'm like, no, it's okay, a slow, it's a, it's, a, it's a snowball. It's just like I feel like they always try to build up something, and then there's never a payoff. I'm like, <sighs> the first hour. Let is, me watch <sighs> another hallway for thirty minutes again. Yeah, and it's scary, and it keeps you in on your toes. Waiting I can to only stand. stare at so many doors until I'm just like, wow, they really. This is a nice coat of paint here. Eh. It's about the atmosphere and the feeling. It's the dead. Music. It's just quiet and empty. Hey, Travis, I think the problem is you just want to see something happening with every scene. You just want to see action and, and you're, story beats? You're 100% correct. I am a visual, like, animal. I need things to happen so I can engage and fight or run. I, I engage with this, the feeling and the atmosphere. I think you're on. the only guy. I think it's just because you, you're like that guy that can just get scared at a quiet, empty hallway. You're like, oh, this is it's creepy. It's not about being scared. It's about being sucked into it and being, you know, in suspense of what's going to happen and it, in suspense. it makes me i like the un, it makes it, the fear of the unknown is scarier than most things to me and that's what that movie capitalizes on a lot so are you afraid of death maybe i think i'm more curious about it than scared of it but well interesting i know somebody who can help you out there josh oh, are you gonna come over as cal slowly me? pulls down his hood and he goes <laughs> <laughs> I will eat your soul. Okay, cool. Now that was welcome. That was Josh Needles. Top ten horror films. Damn it, your top ten was a slow fucking burn. If I ever saw that. <laughs> uh, see, your horror movies is like this. There's just nothing after it. Just oh, was that it? Come on, Josh, one-up me. Let's my do list, this. My list is better than yours. Cal, take There it is. All right. All right, here we go. Here we go. We're taking Cal, this. hurry up. Cut in. Well, folks, Dude. I don't know. Oh, my good Lord. <laughs> oh, God. You better sign off quick. It was it's too late. Off. It was too late. Hurry up. Well, folks. Um... <laughs> well, folks, come on. Keep going. <laughs> I got Thank three you for joining left. us for another edition of Lasting, Lasting Insight. Insight. Uh-huh. Yeah, keep going. As always, we appreciate your time. You know, there there are some sad times upon us. So uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> you just got the biggest scare you're going to get all week right here, right here on Lasting Insight. You're not going to find anything uh, frightening than that. We don't, we don't really know about the state of Halloween this year, so it's quite a shame. 
it's going to be etched in yeah. our memories forever. No, no, it's happen. a real shame that children aren't going to knock on my door asking for shit. Yeah, it's a yeah, real it's, shame. It's a real shame. I can't go walking around with a bunch of children with a mask on, and, you know, when they wouldn't notice if they'd go missing, but not exactly. going to get that opportunity this it's year. It's like, hey, I think that, that pale, skinny kid's running away with your child. Like, it's Halloween. They're having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you look back and you go, no, this is very much real. This is yeah, I would tell them that. But anyway, guys, tell us, tell us what your favorite um, scary movies are. Tell us the movie that scared you the most. Scared That's the living shit out of you, literally. What, what movie I'm... traumatized you, stuck with you? I just want to hear your poop stories. <laughs> oh, boy. Also, I'm curious. Um, well, Josh, I know The Shining is your favorite horror movie, but it's not the one that scared you the most, right? Depends on what you mean by scared, but it's dead, it, it's the one that's gotten under my skin and made me think the most. Okay. Cal, no, Josh just has a fear of having sex with old old ladies. If you actually want one that actually made me feel scared in the moment, the most yeah, the one yeah. that comes to mind is um, it's a home invasion movie that I can't think of the name. The Strangers. Strangers. Oh, there you go. I'm curious about you fans. Mine was The Ring. Travis's was Jeepers Creepers. Josh's maybe. Uh, the Strangers. I'm curious which one scared you the most if you've seen those movies. That's what I want to know. Oh, wait, what a wonderful call to action, Calvin. Now, as always, if you guys enjoyed your top 10 scariest movies, make sure to always like, comment, subscribe, and follow us on all forms of social media at Lasting Light Media. I'm just a random guy here, Travis Troller. The dichotomy here doesn't make any sense. I'm I'm a I'm a nasally announcer that has a dark side. Calvin, is there a hole in that hood? No, it's my headphones. It's the light from my headphones that I have on Ooh, under my hood. That's a slow burn right there. Ha. Huh. Well, yeah, take it easy, I guess. I'm an unbutton. Uh.